0: Welcome to the Iron Bell Ministries podcast. I'm Stephen McWhorter, here with Joel Gertis. Hello, what up? And uh, Joel and I are really excited about the podcast today because we don't know what it is. No, I'm just kidding. We make it up <laughs> as we go because we're going to read the entire Bible from front to beginning. Um, no, uh, we're going to talk about we're going to talk about intimacy, uh, something that the Lord's been putting on Joel's heart, and uh, the Book of Colossians, and. Uh, Colossians. Chapter three. Am I saying that right? I feel like
1: I say it wrong. Um, yeah, man, let's talk. Yeah. So I, I got to hear a, uh, a speaker this past week that was talking on this very chapter and literally the first three verses, uh, chapter three, verse one through three. And I had literally, I think in 2014 and 15, I basically camped out here. Mm. This is where I stayed. And, uh, it just kept coming back over and over and over again. So I'm just going to read it just so we kind of have some context. Yeah. Uh, but it says, if then you are raised with Christ, seek those things which are above, which Christ is sitting at the right hand of God, or where Christ is sitting at the right hand of God. Set your mind on things above, not on the things of earth for you died and your life is hidden with Christ and God. And when I was, uh, When that verse first really hit me, um, you know, I just read it over and over and over. I'm like, I know that my spiritual act of worship is not to memorize it, Mm. you know, just to memorize that verse, but it's actually to do what it says. Yeah. And it's like, it's it's a mysterious thing. Like, how do you set your mind and your heart on things above? What's that like? Because it's more than just uh, a discipline of reading. It really is a discipline of meditation. Where mm. you know all throughout the Psalms, David says, "You know, meditate. I meditate on your law day and night. I meditate on your word. I meditate on your ways. Uh, I fix my thoughts on uh, the thing, the work of your hands, um, and just have wonder in it." Mm. So, <clears throat> when I'm encouraging people to say, you know, to to get or grow in their intimacy with the Lord, um, I always turn to this chapter. And say, are you doing this? And then they're like, well, I don't really know how to. Do, I don't know how to do that. What I do know how to do is, I, I, you know, it's some of these real good practical things, which is spending time in the written word and saying, you know, I'm going to read this. I want to get this in me. I'm going to mm-hmm. pray to the Lord. But what's it like to really engage your heart and your mind um, and fix our heart and our mind on things above? What is that? How do you do that? That's, yeah. that's a, it's a real puzzling thing. So it's like, I want one, I want to ask you kind of, what do you do, <clears throat> excuse me, when um, you're, you're attempting to do this and you're trying to think, think, you know what, if I have died and I'm, I'm raised with him mm-hmm. and we are, mm-hmm. even though we, we are still present in our bodies, you know, physically here, spiritually, we've been raised with him. Mm-hmm. It says that our, our spirits are seated with, with, with Christ. Yeah. I'm like, well... That that means like we're on we are physically and spiritually um, in two places at once. How hmm. do you how do you fix your mind and your heart on the things that are above? Yeah, yeah. No, this is good. I actually,
0: it's funny that you mentioned this. I was having like trouble sleeping recently. Like you know, I was like at night. I, basically, something I have a bad habit to do is at night. The way that I kind of unwind is I turn the TV on, and you know, like maybe it's watching the news, maybe it's watching whatever, and I'm kind of putting all this stuff in me, and my mind is real restless, and I have trouble sleeping, and I don't feel the peace of God, and it's this really funny thing, and I just, I heard a sermon on something like the next day, it was like, at night, give your dreams over to the Lord, give your thoughts, Mm -hmm. even in your sleep, over to the Lord, and one of the ways you do that is you fix your mind and you turn your affection towards Him and your thoughts towards Him at late at night. Like, you know, before I go to sleep, the last thing I need to be doing is probably watching the news, especially right now, uh, watching the news, right. because then I'm just, you know, my mind isn't fixed on the, what this, in the NLT, it says the realities of heaven. Mm-hmm. Set so your sights on the realities of heaven, what is really going on. And in those moments, what I've been doing recently is I've just been at night, real intentionally, turning my affections and thoughts towards the lord nothing yeah. complicated just just thinking about him you know right. not going through this i'm going to read all of you know romans 12 to you right now lord right. but just uh, you know it's just spending time thinking about him turning my affection towards him and what happens is he starts to take my mind and shape it in those moments and not only that my dreams he comes to me in my dreams in a way that Uh, You know, that he teaches me things in my dreams that sounds, you know, weird, but you get what I'm saying. He teaches me deep things in my dream that I may not even remember. Right. But that come out of me later.
1: Uh, All because I'm turning my thoughts towards him Mm -hmm.
0: in a simple way, just thinking about him.
1: I love that you said uh, the NLT version says the realities Mm -hmm. of heaven. I don't think we, most of us as Christians, spend very much time thinking of the reality of heaven that it is, it is real, that it is a place, That is there, there are things happening, mm-hmm. there's uh, the fullness of His kingdom is, exists there, and that mm-hmm. we can and literally think about it and let our imagination run wild with what is it like there, but that uh, because our spirits are there, there's somehow a way, <clears throat> and because His Spirit is here, our spirits are there, His Spirit is here uh, in us, that there's a way for that information to get here. So in... Um, first Corinthians chapter two, where it talks about, you know, who's known the mind of a man mm. except the spirit of a man. And in the same way, the spirit of God searches the deep things of God and he makes them known to us. Mm. Well, where's the father? Well, the father's in heaven. Mm-hmm. Where's the son? The son is in the he- in heaven. Where's his spirit? Well, his spirit's here. Yeah. And, uh, but God is, you know, He's omnipresent, so He's everywhere. But in uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 2, where it says he, he searches the deep things of God and He makes them known to us. So what's this exercise in Colossians chapter 3 look like for us to practically step into um, literally fixing our mind on things above? Because, I mean, there's just no way around it. It's, this is just going to feel weird and awkward at first. Like, I don't even know if anything's happening. I'm trying, you know, because a lot of it feels like an exercise in your imagination. You're still dying, I think. It's like that process of
0: like, it says here, it's getting the NLT, it says for you, right after that, you know, think about, it says, you know, set your sights um, on the realities of heaven where Christ sets in the place of honor at God's right hand. Think about the things of heaven, not the things of earth, for you died to this life and your real life... Is hidden with Christ and God, and it's that kind. You know, it's that like it is a process of still dying to a thought pattern, right? Even, you know, as the Lord starts to show you a new thought pattern where you're where you're thinking about who you really are, because your life, who you are, it's hidden. It's 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 in heaven. Who you really are, you know, um, and your real life is in heaven. Right. So it's hidden in heaven. It's, it's a, the real life. The real life. That is so cool to even say that like that and to get that. the Who I really am is hidden in that place. And it's that process of dying to this thought pattern that really numbs me to that reality. Um, you know, the thought pattern of this world, like I was saying, that we kind of get into. You know, I read my Bible in the morning, got that done. Now to get into the realities of this life. Right. But to stay in that place of the reality of who I really am, which is hidden in heaven and being revealed constantly, and it's this process.
1: Yeah, so if you hear the word hidden, you may think that that's undiscoverable, but it's not. Mm -hmm. I mean, Jesus all the time through uh, the Gospels, you know, ask, seek, knock. It will be revealed to you. Anybody that uh, seeks these things, it's actually in God's best interest for you to discover who you're really supposed to be. He made you for um, a very specific purpose, Mm -hmm. and He has intentions with your life, with your destiny with your time here on earth and how it's spent because he, he made you uh, and fashioned you for a very specific function it's in his best interest for you to discover that mm. now he doesn't always make that that um, like the most simple thing in the world like there's a journey that's involved in that you said there's a process in dying mm-hmm. I think the more that we die to ourselves the more that we can discover who we really are yeah because now we're more connected to um, his purposes for us, but um, thinking through that it's not, just because it's hidden doesn't mean it's not uh, discoverable, yeah. and that He actually wants you to pursue it. I forget the passage, but it's in the Old Testament where it says, you know, it's probably a, I think it's a proverb, uh, where it says, you know, it's uh, to the glory of God to conceal a matter, but it's to the glory of kings to mm. seek it out. Yeah. He might conceal something, but it's for our benefit to seek it out. And that actually in that process, not only do we discover that thing that he's wanting us to seek, we get more of him.
0: Hmm. That is good. So when we talk about this, like in a practical on a, going back to what you said, you know, the practical level, what's it look like? What are some things we can do to practically, um, you know, fix our minds on the things above, um, you know? in a way that we're, we're living out of that place. What are some things that you do?
1: Yeah, I, I love how um, some of the people in this ministry describe helping people through that, where they'll say, you know... you This ministry, Iron this Bell ministry, Ministries. This ministry, Iron Bell Ministries, where they'll, they'll, they'll journey with people and say, you know, where do you na- most naturally feel connected to God? Mm. Some people say, you know, I'll go for a walk through the park, I'm in nature, that's where I feel most um, connected to Him. Some people say, you know what, I, li- I like being in my home, or I like uh, being in certain places, uh, a building. I like when the lights are dimmed and there's music <laughs> on. I hate when the light, or you know, it's I yeah, hate when um, the lights are dimmed, and I don't want any music on. Mm-hmm. So it's uh, kind of knowing some things about uh, your atmosphere that you're setting up, so you, so you're just basically minimizing distractions, so you can stay in that place. Because we've really lost the art of uh, meditation. Basically, um, the, you know, the modern new age idea of that has really hijacked that word from Christianity. Mm-hmm. It's had its yeah. whole um, history, its origin in seeking God, yeah. and not just saying, you know, I'm just gonna. <laughs> Think to the universe, or I'm going to, you know, aimlessly pursue um, transcendentalism. I can't even say that word. Transcendentalism. That's it. Sounds like a dentist. <laughs> it does. But the idea that we can sit and stay in that place, we don't even like, especially in this modern time, you're talking about, you know, just trying to still your mind before you go to sleep and you're watching TV and you're like, that's the worst thing we could possibly do that, oh social gosh. media, or any sort of type of technology. My wife is always. Uh, I'll say encouraging me mm-hmm. not to look at social media before I go to bed, because I'm sure that has a lot to do with some of <laughs> my sleeplessness too, where it's like, what are you putting in there? Now you've got all of this content that doesn't bring peace. It's like, why not, uh, you know, fall asleep with his word in your mind? Oh,
0: that's good. Yeah. And that's, it's kind of like that Joshua section. He says, you know, don't He's talking about taking the land and all that, in the beginning of Joshua Joshua 1 and he says, you know, study this book um you know, and the instructions of the book, but it says continually uh you know, meditate on it day and night. So it's like there it is there. It's like even the Lord's like commanding Joshua, you know, think about basically he's saying think about me. Yeah. <laughs> think about me and think about the things of me and think about the things that I've told you and um you know, it's like when you you know, if you're in a relationship, I mean, you know, been a long time since we've, you know, dated you and I, we've been with our wives for a long time, but there's that process of when you, Oh, you and I, you and I, you you and your spouse, right? No, let's leave it there. Really (laughs) uncomfortable and
1: and (laughs) super awkward.
0: (laughs) It's been a long time since you and I dated Jill, but I used to think about, no, uh, no, my wife and I, you know, when we first dated, it was that process of like, when I was with her, I would think about her when I wasn't around her. Mm -hmm. I loved, I was so loved being around her that I would think about her. Right. And it's the same thing with the Lord. It's like, I love being around you, God. And when I'm spending that time with you, even when I'm out doing other things, I want to be thinking and meditating about you because I'm excited about knowing you.
1: And that's like that's really cultivating a um a habit of just knowing he's with you. Yeah. Cuz he never leaves. His presence has never has never left you. And literally like our times of prayer are more like, okay, in this moment I'm acknowledging you are here. And uh, as opposed to just having a lifestyle that says, I just want to have this like dialogue going on all the time. Even if we're Mm. not dialoguing, I just know you're with me and there's like something happening with us. You know, like guys can do this really well where we just we can hang out. What do you want to do? I don't know. Let's hang out. And you hang out and maybe you share 10 words, (laughs) you know, (laughs) and you're like, or maybe nothing. And it's okay because you're like something's happening, even though nothing's being said. But cultivating uh, just an awareness of his presence, you're cultivating a bond.
0: You're cultivating, um, you know, even that kind of friendship. And with the Lord, it's it's definitely intimacy in that. You know, you're cultivating intimacy just by being with him, being aware of him, turning your mind towards him, and it'll start to affect the way you live. Your mind will start to be like it says in Colossians three in the things of heaven, in a way that. When you're here in this earth, you're bringing those things right. into this place right. in your conversations. Not just like, okay, I've got a sermon, so I'm going to get up and preach, and I'm going to bring this thing. I mean like grocery store, um, lunch meetings with your kids at night, whatever. You're pulling the things because your mind is in this place, mm-hmm. and it's constantly out of that place bringing the things of God. I was like the other day, I had somebody ask me to go to lunch because they want to talk to me about music business stuff. And um I think for five seconds we talked about music business stuff. The rest of the time the Lord was just like, You need to tell this person this, you need to tell this person this, you need to say these things. It was all like affirming things, and I didn't know these people. And um, it was the Lord. My mind was in heaven about these people. Right. Not right. just about the Lord. So when you're in that place, it's not just about my mind is on the things of heaven, like only thinking about Jesus but when you're thinking about the Lord like that his mind is on people right and, and his also, heart and his heart is on people yeah. so your your mind and your thoughts start to shift from him not from him but uh you know through him mm-hmm. through him
1: really right. towards people i took the boys uh out to eat about a month ago to go see a basketball game we don't have espn so mm-hmm. we're like Hey, if we want to uh, see this game, we're gonna have to go out. So I took wow. the boys. Toby stayed so, home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's kind of a trade-off. I think we spend more on eating out because we don't have cable. That's but cool. so the waitress kept coming back and forth, and I just, in my mind, Lord, what do you have for her? Mm-hmm. And in my spirit, I just sensed him saying, um, she loves working with kids, and she's great at art. Mm. Tell her. I'm like, well, that's risky. <laughs> Yeah, Mama do it. So here we go. So she comes back to the table. I said, "You know what? I feel like um I just had this impression that you love working with kids and that you are great at art." And she goes, "How did you know that?" And did you then tell her I'm I, a psychic? I'm just, you know, I I just told her I said, "You know, I just prayed. I just prayed for you before while while you were um just serving us and I just asked God what he what was on his heart." And he said, "Tell her that." He's like, she yeah. said, Really? God told you to tell me that? And then she said, I literally moved here from Ohio last year. I'm finishing up one year just so I can get residency here before I enroll. She said, I'm already enrolled at U of L for elementary education, and my emphasis is art. Mm. I'm like, Well, yeah, of course. But, you know, as cool as. And fun as it is to partner with Him in ministering to other people that way and just encouraging them in their calling or just kind of where they're at in their season of life. Mm. Uh, it's We have this capability where it says here in um, Colossians 1 through 3, you know, we're di- we have died, our life is hidden with Him, so we should set our minds and our hearts on things above, mm. which is... I read that, and I honestly think that our imagination is hugely underrated, especially as men. Um, I think women may get this more. I might be wrong on that, but for men, I think a lot of us have been told, especially in the church, you need to shut that thing down, meaning your imagination. Mm. It's it's only going to get you in trouble, <laughs> Right. And it's just like it's the same response that uh, I think the church had to any sort of new technology. Oh, when the devil gets a hold of that thing. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's that's possible, but what? But God intended that for something. Plus, that internet thing never caught on, so. It never. It's <laughs> it's going away. It's a fad. <laughs> the <That> interweb. <laughs> the interwebs, <clears throat> but the idea that your imagination is actually a radio channel. It's a radio channel yeah. that where he wants to communicate to you through your imagination, through your dreams, uh, through your daily experiences. When you read Ephesians 2.10 when it says we're his craftsmanship... Yeah. created for good works that he's prepared in advance that literally if you can see your life literally as intersections all the time that we're all walking like that green line that you see in those fidelity commercials mm-hmm. like the investment path that they're taking you want just follow the green line oh, yeah. like but you actually have a line that you're walking on all throughout life and you're going to intersect other lines and yeah. the re there's there's purpose and intention in god's heart for those intersections, because mm-hmm. you are the solution for somebody's problem in a moment. You may not know it, but as as we develop the, these skills just to be close to Him and know His presence and know His thoughts, because He shares His thoughts with His friends. That's he scary. doesn't with His servants, but with His friends and His sons, mm-hmm. He reveals these things. Yeah, I mean, got, I started writing a song last week about that. I just It just hit me. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, that, that passage about he reveals these things. There's no secrets with friends. That's good. And God, God, will, God will share freely with you these things when your heart mm. is fixed on Him and you have the actual same desire f- uh, that He has for other people.
0: That is awesome. Yeah, it is definitely. <clears throat> and all of that is the product of living out of a place where your mind, your thoughts are on the things of God and on the things of heaven where you're, you're fixated right. in that place.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, and even like, think about the, I think we talked about this recently, but the love languages where, you know, we, we like to love people the way we like to be loved. Hmm. Now, some there, I think there's five, I'm gonna uh, try to remember these. Let's see. There's uh, time, eating? touch, there's eating. <laughs> <Just kidding. no. laughs> That's number six. <laughs> okay, there <you> uh, <laughs> there's time, touch, uh, words of encouragement gifts and uh, service and God desires to be loved in all of those ways mm. well we so part of like what we talked about earlier with how do you how do you do this well one work, think about your environment think about the space the place that you're gonna be in so there's minimal distractions you can't do this without time it requires you spending time with him it requires a stilled mind and heart where you can stay in that place. Mm-hmm. And uh, I heard a great um, uh, teaching where this guy said, you know, you want to you get really close to the Lord, especially in your time of, with uh, the Bible, open up the Gospels, read one parable that Jesus taught, read it 10 times in a row, so it's so imprinted on you, like the, the scene, like maybe you can even picture it like a movie, and then put the Bible down and just sit in the um, parable with the Holy Spirit, in silence, and just ask Him to show you mm-hmm. and teach you. Because in First in, um, John, it says, the Holy Spirit's the only teacher we need, that He will lead you into all truth. The Spirit of truth. The Spirit of truth. Uh, the Holy Spirit will lead us. It actually says, I think, uh, well, at least in
0: my version, which is the right one, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> it says, you know, the Spirit of truth will lead you through all things. All things. You know, um that, that includes all things
1: (laughs) let's see what's included in all things (laughs) yeah bracket Um, bracket
0: that that's his desire to be involved how involved will we be with him and that's kind of the thing it's like he's like all in you know i'm i'm ready to be involved in
1: every little thing you want me to be involved in with you um well yeah the the intimacy there too where uh would you mind sharing that story you shared with me yesterday or the day before but just just a confirmation of a song that you're in the middle of a process for
0: oh so yeah i've been in this process of writing a song about you know um the first john four the greater is the one that lives in me than the one that's in the world and uh you know i've been this song is actually the it's you'd think it'd be easy enough as a songwriter to have written this song already but for some reason the idea of it has been this constant journey of writing this song and the other day i was i was think getting towards the end of it and i got a call from a friend of mine um, uh, Matt Sullivan, sweetheart, man. He called me in the morning. He said, man, I was up all night last night. I could not sleep. And we hadn't talked in a while. He's like, I could not sleep. And all night I just felt the Lord tell me I'm supposed to pray for you. And I prayed over you. First John four greater is right. the one who lives in you right after hanging the phone up. My wife calls me and goes, the Lord's just laying on me like crazy. You've got to finish the song. Greater is the one who lives in you song that the, that's important. And it's just that that's the intimacy. It's the Lord's intimacy. And it's funny is I was actually doing my Bible time when all this was going on. And I was writing about that. Like, God, am I supposed to do this? Right? That's the intimacy that the Lord begins to have with us. Oh,
1: it's cool. I uh, was meditating on uh, that verse that says, you know, God can accomplish more than you can ask or imagine, basically. You know? Ephesians, right? I hope. No. (laughs) I don't know. And... uh, I as I was sitting with it, he said, you know, in order for that to happen, you have to ask and imagine. (laughs) For him to do greater than you can ask or imagine, you have to ask or imagine. And that's kind of jumped off the page at me when you were just saying, you know, I was sitting there asking, hey, should I, went about this song, should I finish it? And that was a pretty fast confirmation for you. It's not always like that, but yeah, but sometimes
0: it is, but the whole point of it is, is just asking. Ask. Ask. And to be in that place of thinking about Him. And imagine. And imagining Him. You know, it's funny, talking about imagination, I think it's Mark Batterson or somebody I heard written this book once, where he was talking about the importance of imagination. Mm-hmm. It, and, and also, you know, some other people I know talk about this. It's like redeeming your imagination, yep. the Lord. Because that's where the things of heaven get pulled from mm-hmm. and brought into this earth. And we do a bad job of imagining fun things God wants to do and w- with us, mm-hmm. because we live out of a place of memory,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, and not good memory. Not like, remember the great things God did, but memory like disappointment.
1: Like, uh, that's just how it's going to be
0: and for, next time. Yeah,
1: and for me, I think when I look at imagination uh, uh, over, well, my, over my lifetime, I would just say that we can have a tendency to think imagination is uh, illusion, or, right. you know, it's like childish, God's like, no, it's not. He's like, how do you think, why do you think he's a creator? How do you think he created everything that he created? You can't read Genesis 1 and not think. This is a picture into the mind of imagination, God's imagination and how he creates. And he's like, I made you in my image for a reason. I want you to create, but I want to create with you. Mm. And that's why we share an imagination with him. And he wants to share it with his friends and his sons. And that's important
0: because that's the place where our minds are fixed
1: on the things of heaven, uh, where He is seated,
0: where we see Him in control, or we, we imagine what it is He wants to do, allow Him to just form those things in our in our thoughts and in our minds and our hearts, and then it gets poured out through us.
1: Right. So good. And just one more encouragement. The encouragement would be, you know, as, as we f- fix our minds and our hearts on Him and we engage our imagination, our mind, our heart, Mm-hmm. And we see those things that we we believe he wants to do, um, pray on it, ask and seek, ask, knock, mm-hmm. the door will be open. But look for confirmations. We don't have to run out and chase everything. That it is what we think he wants us to do. He doesn't mind. He loves when we wait on him. Yeah. He loves it. Mm-hmm. And that would be a huge encouragement. Where it's like, hey, because I mean, I remember early on, every uh, thought I had after I discovered, wow, he can speak to me. Um, not all of it's from him, where some of it's just, you know, my own creativity. And uh, that can get me in trouble where I'm like, I just want to know what's from you. So yeah. he's, over time, just uh, uh, shown me more and more what, um, really how to confirm what, when it's him and when it's not. But just to wait in that, seek godly counsel, find other believers that um, you know are faithful and are full of wisdom, yeah. and hold everything up through the lens of uh, the Bible. Yeah. Awesome. So good. Thanks, man. Absolutely.
0: Um, Steve McWhorter, Jill Gertis. Uh, thanks for listening to the Iron Bell Ministries podcast. And, uh, you know, uh, don't forget to subscribe on our website, which uh, you may have found that here, or you're listening on iTunes. If you're listening on iTunes, it's ironbellministries.org forward slash podcast, or just go to ironbellministries.org and look up the podcast and subscribe. We'd love to... Uh, continue to um, pour into your lives. And Joel just gave me the finger, which which is is the waiting finger. (laughs) This
1: is the index finger, which is like, I just want to bless everybody and just pray over them real fast. So Lord, we're we're thankful for um, just how your spirit moves. We just pray that everybody that hears this word would be encouraged, that you would um, increase their ability just to um, sense your leading and um, hear you, uh, to be able to Still themselves in this uh, chaotic world and just Mm. be able to be stilled to carve out time to find a place and a space where they can meet with you in the secret because you say you are a rewarder of those who meet with you in the secret, who pray to you in the secret, who fast in secret because in the secret place that is where you are and you will uh, reward them in the open. So, God, we want to be people that seek you in the. secret place. So Lord, we yeah. just bless everybody right now, um, just with a greater capacity to know you, because we mm-hmm. want to see people grow in intimacy with you, because we know that that will birth who they are called to be, and it'll bring that forth. Yeah, Lord,
0: still the chaos and quiet the voice of the world, and increase um, people's ability to tune in to the, their imagination and and focus in on the things of heaven where you're seated, Lord. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. That's it for us, Ironville Ministries Podcast. Have a great week.